0: Something very interesting that I've been reading in the news is that uh, here in the United States, the Fed has decided not to increase interest rates, at least this time. That's the first time in a really long time, over a year since they've decided to do that. Yet, over in Europe, they've actually decided to raise their interest rates. So, the question comes, uh, why the difference? To talk through the implications of what's happening here in the U.S., as well as possibly our ties with other countries around the world. I bring in Mike Walden, distinguished professor and economist economist at North Carolina State University. Mike, thanks for being on the show again.
1: My pleasure, Nate.
0: So why would the U.S. not raise interest rates, yet Europe, their central bank that they have for all the countries in the EU, why would they decide to raise interest rates? What's the key difference here?
1: Uh, key difference is their inflation rate right now is significantly higher than ours. Latest reading on inflation that we have is that it's uh, inflation is uh, rising at four percent year over year. The EU's rate is six percent year over year. So they've not seen as much progress as we have in moderating the inflation rate. Therefore, I think their central bank views their situation as they need to do more. Whereas our central bank is saying, well, uh, we've done a lot. We've raised interest rates a lot. We've gotten Good response in terms of the inflation rate being lowered. We're going to sit back for at least six weeks and see what happens. Um, I, I think the consensus probably is among economists, if economists ever have a consensus, is that uh, this pause was really expected uh, due to the, all the bank problems we had. Well, not all the bank problems. We had several banks that had some problems, but it wasn't massive, fortunately. And uh, we have seen the inflation rates moderate. We had this time last year where we we're looking at a 9% rate year over year, so we're at 4%. Uh, but I don't rule it out, and I think most economists don't rule it out, that the Fed may come back and raise rates uh, maybe a couple more times. In fact, there was some indication in their in their uh, minutes from their meeting that several of the members, indeed, uh, essentially said that that's what they, they think will happen, that uh, – they will probably raise rates a couple couple more times and then maybe call it a day.
0: So it seems like for us this was a strategic let's not raise rates this time, but we expect to keep raising them in the future?
1: I mean, that, that's an excellent way of characterizing it. I mean, the, the Fed's goal is to get the inflation rate back to 2%, r- roughly 2%, which is where it was pre, pre-pandemic, pre I think, actually in twenty. Nineteen, the annual year-over-year rate was one point eight percent. or rallied off to two. Now, again, I want to emphasize to the listeners: that still means prices are going up. Uh, and, and I think this—sometimes is, this is, people are not—care—not—not not, not you, of course. But sometimes reporters and others are not careful when they say, "Well, the inflation rate's down." Uh, a lot of people hear that, and they're not economists. They're busy doing other things. Thank goodness, productive things. Um, they hear that and think, oh, prices are going down. And then they go into the supermarket or wherever and they say, hey, uh, I'm still paying more than I was a year ago for eggs or whatever it is. So uh, we have to be cautious with use of words there. But but what's really happened is we had uh, a massive jump up in the the rate at which prices were increasing. That started at the end of 2020. Uh, hopefully, we we now can say that a year ago, when we got the nine percent growth in prices year over year, that was the peak, and now prices are still going up, but they're going up a much more moderate four percent.
0: Are we looking still like there's going to be some sort of recession? That
1: that's you know that that is increasingly perplexing to economists. Uh, I I think probably like like so many things, COVID has really changed things. It's it's changing. Uh, how people work and, and how people view going out and socializing and so forth, and it's certainly changed the economy. Uh, I do a biweekly column, and my, my most recent column was talking about we really have two forces going on here in the economy. We've got the normal business cycle, which is typically when you have a jump in inflation, Fed raises rates, and and then we do have a recession, and then we're, we're good at the other end. But at the same time that's going on, we have this post-COVID economy, which is still pointing to, to growth. We're still adding jobs. A lot of businesses still are hiring people, and that's putting more money into people's pockets, and they're they're out spending it. So uh, it's really unclear. We're certainly not in a traditional situation. If I was pressed pressed to give an answer, I'd say yes, we will have some sort of a recession, but it's not going to be a typical recession. And importantly. It's not going to be a bad recession. It's going to be nothing. Well, COVID, of course, was off the book, off the charts because that's so unusual. But if you go back um, to two thousand eight, two thousand nine, the so-called um, subprime recession—I mean, that—we got double-digit unemployment rates out of that, also. We're not going to have anything like that. If we do have something that feels like a recession, where unemployment goes up for a little bit, right now we're at roughly three and a half percent. I think maybe five percent would be the top, and that's. Certainly, that would put some people out of work, and we we always worry about that. But that's still, that would be an extraordinarily low uh, unemployment rate for, for a recession.
0: His name is Mike Walden. He's a distinguished professor and economist at North Carolina State University. Mike, thanks for your insight.
1: Very good. Thank you, Nate. Talk to you later.